Hello guys, and welcome back to my fanfic reading. It's not that long ago since I started the last series, but I'm gonna be starting a new one. Um, and it's gonna have to do with something that I'm already writing, so it's gonna be kind of fun for me. I don't know if it's gonna be fun for you, but um, if it is, that's awesome. Um, a bit of a trigger warning. This is part of like my One Punch Man series. Um, there is a lot of angst. There's, of course, a self-insert. There's a bit of blood and injuries. There's a bit of, um, sexual content that I actually won't be reading out loud. So, let's have fun with that. Alright, if you want the uncensored version, you can feel free to read it. It is up to you. I encourage it. Thank you. The Hero Hunter's Lover by The Hooligan Bee, Chapter 1 Strangers in Gold You took a deep breath, removing the latex gloves and placing them into the trash can. You run out of the break room before anyone could pull you over for some tedious tasks. You try to avoid any eye contact, flinging the door open and you open your locker. You put on your sweatshirt and remove the lanyard shoving it into your bag go 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 you chant mentally it had only been 10 hours since your shift started and the pain in your feet was getting a little too hard to ignore slinging the bag over your shoulders you got ready for the run to the fastest closest exit you speed walk past everyone making your great escape and it wasn't that bad of a day you considered but your supervisor had warned you of the potential swarm of people with injury and since he attacked from a dragon level monster that had invaded J City. All in all, there weren't too many visitors except for that poor tiger tank top, but he was a good sport. You take your usual route, making a beeline to the train. It was already past rush hour, so you felt it wouldn't be too busy. Enough time to grab a snack at the corner store. One snack transformed itself from a few to a whole bag full. But it was fine because it would make the train ride much more pleasant. While taking the train, it felt oh so tedious, but you honestly could have waited for your coworker. Yet, that would mean waiting inside of the hospital, and that was a no-go. Anything was better than there. And now, getting out of the train station, you felt the cold air on your skin. You inhaled deeply, letting the air refresh your lungs, exhaling the smell of rubbing alcohol and cleaning products. The scent of something familiar stabbed through. What the fuck is that? You said to no one. And yet you followed the scent down the street to find a man sitting on the side of a Chinese spot. Oh shit. You put down your bag of snacks. He was hunched over, a wound at his side, blood spilling between his fingers, white hair covering his face. Hey, hey, can you hear me? You ask on your knees, trying to see if he was still awake. Was the only response he was able to give. Okay, 
Alright, you seem to be losing a lot of blood. I'm gonna call the ambulance. Just put pressure on the wound and do not move. You reached for your cell phone. No. You ended the call and put down your cell phone. No cops, please. His head came close to your face. His thumb and index finger wrapping around your wrist, intensely staring into your soul. He must be on something dangerous, you think. Fuck, what should I do? You wonder, can I just leave him here? Fuck, and watch him die of blood loss? No. No, Ugh, this can't be out. Fuck. Hey, can you get up? You ask. He nods back. Okay, I don't live too far away. How about I treat you at home? I'm a registered nurse. You flash him your work ID. He fumbles himself up. And getting your stuff off the floor, you went around him. His large and strong built like he worked out way too often. So grabbing his free arm and wrapping it around your shoulders. You don't have to. Shut up. You know, you shouldn't even be fucking walking around. You started walking. Grateful was already late and already so dark. Ouch. Damn, I don't even know what hurts more than the dash of your fucking words. <sighs> Bro, if you're good enough to talk shit and you're good enough to walk a little faster, so move it. More of his weight gets put on you, making your eyes narrow in annoyance. But his crooked smile made his annoying actions go down a little bit better. Alright, here we are. Only two flights. Do you think you can handle that? You ask. Yeah, let's go. You made your way up the stairs, slowly. But there you were, leaning him against the wall as you opened the door. Sliding past the TV, you laid him out on your gray sectional. The window behind him closed, but for good measure, you opened the curtain, letting the light of the moon trickle in. Okay, so I'm going to get in my medicine cabinet. I'll be right back. Before I do, if anything goes missing, I'm going to stab you myself and finish the fucking job. You walk away to the sound of laughter. <laughs> what a dream of a pain. After a few hours spent disinfecting the gash, stitching, and vital monitoring, you came to the conclusion that he would be fine. After all, it wasn't a normal cut, but he recovered quite well. A little too well. Maybe he's a hero, you wondered. Someone fucked up or something? <sighs> your hunger makes your head grow woozy. Oh god, I'm fucking starving. You say to yourself, sitting on the recliner. Yeah, I don't want that. His big golden eyes staring up at you. His white hair cascading around the embroidered throw pillows. Well, I'm not gonna cook for you. I'm wanting Chinese food if you want. You asked not to really let up on him. He smiled making a small point to twitch his nose a little bit. Yeah, um, can I get some pork fried rice? You were already slightly irritated, waiting, sharing your bag of snacks. 
putting on a show on Hulu as you chilled, unsure of what was next with this whole ass stranger in your house. And then you realize you never even bothered to ask for her name. Or why the hell this even happened in the first place? But it's probably not the greatest idea to ask at this moment. So you remove your sweatshirt. Look, I'm about to go get changed. If you try anything, you'll stab me. I get it. I learn fast. I promise. Plus, I'm not that kind of guy. If you want to show me some titties, though, um, I think that could help me recover faster. Not in your life. You walk away fast, hoping he didn't see the blush that marked your face. That fucking idiot, you murmur, dressing in your dark blue pajamas, making sure that the switchblade was cozy inside your sweatpants, and that white shirt made you look into the vanity mirror. The hours were getting to you. The bags under your eyes were a bit too puffy, and the remnants of smudged black eyeliner at the tip of the corners of your eyes. Uh, at least you were home. And that was nice and tidy. Going into the closet, you grabbed a marble throw blanket. He could at least stay warm. And so you headed out towards the living room, and he was already dozing off, lids shut, head facing the TV. You really wondered what had happened. Even as you placed a throw blanket over him, you stood over him, inspecting his features, the strong brow bone with the arch of gray eyebrows, the sharp turned eyes and hard, sharp cheekbones, his black turtleneck shirt ripped and blood through on the floor. Your phone vibrated. The food was here. And taking your keys, you ran downstairs. Well, good morning, Sleeping Beauty. Had a meant to wake you up, but uh, food's here. He didn't bother to respond, and you hand over the food and cutlery. You sat and ate in silence, hesitant to even ask what his name was. You can stop looking like you want to ask me a question and just ask. He had stopped eating altogether, and you took a little look back in your food and then back at him. You say, watching him lift his weight to his arm to sit a little bit better. His muscular arms flexed, giving a good show of strength. He chewed on his food silently, and as strange as it all was, it wasn't necessarily uncomfortable. I'm Joanna. Um, can I? You say, pausing, getting the strength to continue. What were you doing? behind the restaurant and why are you hurt he looks you in the eyes his food sitting beside him some snot-nosed ass kid was being attacked i just i couldn't let that happen i did what i had to do his answer was so simple with no embellishments 
He wasn't asking for praise, but you felt a little bad for your threats. Nothing wrong. I'm so bad guy. I just have lines and I'm only because you're cross. Your eyes narrowed. But you also understood that there was no one that was truly evil or truly good. Heroes have made people's judgment go a little wonky. But just because you do good deeds doesn't make you a good person. And so many heroes were just in it for the money or the fame. So, what are these lines that should not be crossed? You asked, taking a sip of your soda. Your curiosity strong. I don't attack random people, if that's what you're getting at. Not knowing how to answer, you just ate silently, letting the background noise and the lights fill the emptiness. When he finishes food and places it back on the side table. Look, I don't attack people who aren't heroes. I'm not gonna test a woman that's been fucking creep. Nor any children. I am never gonna let that and I'm not gonna start now. You nodded your head and did in fact put you more at ease. But you wouldn't be taking that switchblade out of your pocket anytime soon. But if I was a hero, you would? If that's the case. But you actually hope me. Someone might just turn a blind eye for you. He said it slowly, dancing with each word. Chills ran down your spine, unsure whether it was fear or lustful temptation. Your hands reached into your pocket, feeling the cool metal of your switchblade. How generous, you say, elongating the syllables, still unsure of what your next course of action should be. I do have to pay back your kindness. No, thank you, it's totally fine. I insist. The world slowed as you watched him put his hand in his pocket, unsure of what he would do. But then he pulled out his cell phone, and you can breathe a little easier. Take my number. Alright then, I guess. I'm gonna go to sleep for a little while. Feel free to off the door from the big bad wolf. <laughs> Fuck off. You're not as 100% as you're trying to pretend you are. I can still beat your ass. Remember that. I think you're right about that. Guru covering himself with a throw blanket. As you already made your way to the bedroom, you stood behind the door and locked it. What that even mean? You wondered. You lied in your bed, your mind not letting you rest peacefully. Morning came and the alarm was worse than ever. But you remember Guru was still on the couch and decided you would check up on him and hopefully he'd still be asleep. You tiptoed into the hall, past the bathroom and the kitchen and peered into the living room. And there he was, in all of his morning glory, night reflecting off his white hair, his skin glowing as he stretched his body, his back muscles tensing. He balanced himself on one leg and placed his hands together. Good morning. Kara's voice shook your morning shamelessly. 
which made you hide behind the wall completely embarrassed. For how long did he know that you were there, shamelessly gawking at him like he was the last glass of water in the desert that was your sex life? You inhaled deeply and you couldn't let this continue. It was time to woman up. Good morning, Goro? Guru? It's Gadu. I thought you remembered me, but the way you were looking at me. You stiffen, your forehead meeting the wall. It's okay. He turned around. He turned around, walked calmly towards you, his body enclosing you in his arms as he leaned on the wall above. His chest rose and fell steadily. Your eyes met. The gold darkness of his eyes like molten lava, burning into your mind, holding you in place. He looked down at the soft roundness of his chest and the sensuous figure lined with muscles and rippling tendons that gashed that reached from his belly button to his side, almost seemed ashamed. His body pressed forward, his other hand pressed on the wall above your shoulders. You hadn't realized just how imposing he was until he was upright, body to body. His leg found his ways between yours. I can pay you back with anything you want, he whispers, his lips inches from yours. He grabbed at your hand and guided it over the specks and down slowly to his abs. You swallowed the lump in your throat. He placed your hand over the trail of his hard cock and you cup his length. You found your hands wandering up his scar and exploring his chest, dancing their way to the back of his neck. He smiled wickedly. A king who was about to have it all. You leaned on to him, watching as his eyebrows lowered. Your head pulls back and you quickly hit your forehead onto his nose. Shock fills his face and you take the moment to push him down on his ass. Now listen here, Garu, Guru, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. I may look, but I'm not that fucking easy. The look of shock was already replaced by a wide smile, and you grinned at the goofy look across his face with his rosy cheeks so high and bright. The dark golden eyes now bright as he laughed while holding his nose, tears dripped down his face, and you blushed at how cute he looks on the floor laughing like a little kid. Not the imposing man who two seconds ago was threatening to bring heaven down to you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He sat cross-legged on the floor, looking up at you. Oh my gosh, I, I should have considered your feelings more. I just saw that you were looking and I thought that's the least I can do for you. You shake your head. <laughs> I guess, but I really am sorry. No more touching without permission. So, if you want, you can hit me once more. Um, no, I'm not an abuser. Well, I didn't say that you were. But, um, 
want you to not feel like I will attack you. I'm already in your home and it's clear that there's no other man around. And why would you think that? <laughs> Please. I, have a, I do have a brain. Oh, there's no shoes outside your door. Plus, no extra toothbrush. Barely enough food in a fridge for one person. Plus, it looks like you haven't had a good fu- Whoa there, bro. Way to be nosy. <laughs> oh, they're just observations. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Just have a okay, I'm gonna go to work. You find something to do with yourself. Sure, if you promise to hang out with me again tonight. Um, I don't have to promise anything. I'll think about it. Please, please. You'll have fun. You know you want to. You watch as he smiles and then automatically begin to bounce his pecs at you. Ugh. I cannot stand you. Then sit. Oh, really? Not on the floor, but on me. Gara said as he pushed his long white hair out of his face. Momentarily, shock overtook your voice as you stood there, staring at a man with more audacity than anything you had ever experienced firsthand. A pleased expression on his face that irritated the life out of you. His hands patting the thick thighs. Come on now. Not on your fucking life. You know, I don't even have the correct words to deal with this audacious behavior. Hmm. I'll text you the location to meet me. He said getting off the floor as he strode to the door, leaving it behind and stunned.